What's going on? What's popping? Welcome to this wonderful edition of Toxic Migos. That's, you might as well say this is like the celebrity toxic edition. <laughs> to my immediate left is Char. What's going on? What's happening? To my immediate right is GB Chilling. All right, cool. I was about to say, don't draw like Ray. Please don't. Oh, no, no. All right, cool. How are y'all feeling? Everything good? Feeling pretty good. All right, all right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like to hear. Are y'all ready for this uh, this bout, this uh, this wonderful topic that we about to talk about that's been all around uh, America for like the last week or so? <laughs> all right, here we go. Round one, fight. Will Smith, as we all know, smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. Some people is on Will's side. Some people is on Chris's side. What is your reaction to the event? How would you really, how would you react in that situation if you were Will and Jada? And do you feel like it was real or it was staged? I have a coin here. Anybody want to pick exactly, you know, the choice? Tails. Okay. It is. Hits. So I get to pick who goes first? Yes, you can go or you can choose G to go. G can go first. G, it's on you, man. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll answer the third one last. Um, first, I mean, at first, I thought it was staged. But when I first saw it, I was like, uh, is that was that part of the script or was, <laughs> was it part of the script? And then he said, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth." And I was like, "Okay." And then you know, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, he really that shit really is real." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I think the sit. I hate to say this. Well, you're a legend. Um, you're a Winfield nigga. So. <laughs> He was hella out of pocket, bro. <laughs> like, I, I get it to where it's like, damn, I hate to do this. I hate it for the standpoint of he let that initial, that, the moment ruin the big night for himself. You know what I'm trying to say? Correct. Because basically that bullshit he just did just ruined even celebrating that Oscar. So that's what it is. Uh, do I think it was warranted to go up there and slap shit out of him? No. If I'm looking at it like this, you won't put hands on him. Do it after the show. Do it. Do it behind closed doors. Like the problem coming out of being is niggas cried about the Oscars and the Oscars being so white. This, that, and third. And, oh, we don't got black representation. And then they white folks finally gave y'all the opportunity to for for the moment. And then Will Smith of all people want to do some nigga shit <laughs> <laughs> over a GI Jane joke. <laughs> oh, for John who to try to honor an unhonorable woman. <laughs> and I, look, I'm not trying to downplay alopecia. I understand, you know, when, especially black women in their hair. I I I get it. I understand it, but. Like, it was that was that was a light that was light on a, on a, on a stance is light. I understood why he did it because he had to go home that night and he had to keep the peace. Like he was laughing with the joke. Like the thing was, I could have understood the slap more if he didn't laugh. He initially laughed, and then when he saw Jada, he was like. Oh shit! So he had to, so he had to go home that night, and maybe in his mind. If I go slap shit out of him, I win some brownie points. You know what I'm trying to say? Maybe I ain't got to hear it from the limo. Like, can you make fun of me and my alopecia? And you think, oh, this other bullshit. You know, I, I I get it. He was trying to keep the peace. But it's just, I wouldn't have went up there. The G.I.J. ain't going to make me go up there. It's not like fucking Chris Rock made a damn. Oh, I see you on All Things Fall Apart 2. <laughs> 
Now that's why I would get like, all right, nigga, you now you drawling. Now, now that's out of pocket. All things fall apart too. That's not GI Jane. That ain't horrible. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, I just felt like Will could have handled that way better, way, 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 way better. If you, even if you like, even if you want to say, all right, say you and Chris have a relationship, you could have texted him, called him, saw him on the show, like, yo, get the jokes off on me, but Jada. Fall back, fall back. Don't say nothing. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, get, try to at least be proactive in that sense. Or if you see him after the show or you see him uh, backstage, then put hands and feet on him. You know what I mean? Like, don't do not do something stupid to where now you're in this deep shit where Hollywood's blackball, going to try to blackball you for a little bit. And now you got to go on an apology tour. And now you got to do all this shit because you let your emotions get the best of get you. The best of you. Trying to honor a chick. <laughs> Who's unhonorable? Who embarrassed you for the past two years? So that's why I'm like, where now comedians will get their shit off. They just gonna they just gonna crack jokes, and you made it work. You made and the problem is, and this is why I'm right when I said about the whole episode when we talked about Will and Jada back in October, that the post ent- is PE post entanglement. That stench, that that scarlet letter E, stays on them. So no matter what they do. Motherfuckers gonna circle back to entanglement. You know what I'm trying to say? Unfortunately for that. So instead of just him letting it slide, he went up there and slapped him. Now people just gonna talk about it. He was they gonna keep talking about entanglement. Why didn't you do that to August? Had Jada just took the and she had took the joke on the chain like she took August Seaman, this wouldn't have been a problem. That's all. Sure. I don't believe the incident was staged. Even when I first saw the video, I never was under that impression. I feel like Will Smith is too big of a celebrity, too accomplished of an artist and actor to need to do something like that. Correct. Um, I feel like for a moment, he temporarily like really lost himself. You know what I mean? Like this guy really lost his mind. To yeah. have a joke be made at the Oscars while you're front and center, to walk up and slap Chris Rock, that wasn't... Um, that wasn't the Will Smith that we've come to know and love in the, in a public light. Mm-hmm. Now, since the incident has happened, I did see an interview with his manager. Um, what's this guy's name? Uh, Charlie? Charlie Mack. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Mack. Yeah. And he kind of alluded to the fact that over the years, they've gotten in many scuffles and they never lost any of them, that they never took an L. So it brought up some interesting things in my mind because it made me feel like you know, who Will presents himself to be um, as his image to the public might be different from the Will Smith that's really, like, getting down and maybe getting busy behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, in his acceptance speech that I saw, like, a day or two ago, he talked about how Richard Williams protected his family relentlessly. And I thought it was interesting that, you know, the joke was made. I think the joke in and of itself was, I would say, kind of light, like a G.I. Jane joke. It made reference to Demi Moore's role years ago. But obviously, you know, according to Will, a joke made about Jada's medical condition was too much to bear. And I don't know what else is going on with Jada behind the scenes. So we know of alopecia, we know of the hair loss, but we don't know what else she could be dealing with medically. Mm -hmm. So it might not seem as serious on its face because we don't have all of the details. And there might be some more there that's really not our business to know. Um, I find it really interesting to just see everybody's, like, backlash about the incident because I can recall moments with... um, with uh, the guy who played in Black Panther. I can't think of his name at the moment. Uh, Chadwick Boseman? Yes, and him being sick and people making comments about his appearance um, while he was alive. And then later on, after people found out that he had, like, stage four cancer, they were able to kind of, they wanted to walk some of those things back. So Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not, in my place, I don't feel like it's my place to say whether or not it was an overreaction or if he took it too far. That man felt how he felt in that moment, and he did what he felt he was supposed to do, which was protect his wife. Maybe the spirit of Richard Williams came over him in that moment. You know what I'm saying? He was there because he was nominated for an award where he played a loving and protective father. 
Um, I do agree that he maybe could have had a conversation with Chris. I don't know what that dynamic is. There's been a lot of things kind of like bubbling in the media that he, that Chris Rock back in the 90s pursued Jada Pinkett and that she rejected him and that he's kind of had it out for her since then. I didn't know that, yeah. Um, I've, I've heard that. Um, I haven't seen a lot of footage or a lot of like physical materials or evidence like backing that up, but that is something that was kind of rumored to be true, that apparently he tried to pursue her in the 90s and Jada rejected him and he was never really able to kind of bounce back or get over that rejection and that he's always had it out for her. So I don't know if there was something else kind of going on behind the scenes, if things were already a little tense. Yeah. I know Chris Rock made some jokes back at the 2016 Oscars about how Jada boycotting would have been like him boycotting Rihanna's panties. Like, there's no reason to boycott <laughs> because you weren't invited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm not a married woman. I don't have a husband, but I'm not going to knock a black man for doing what he felt he needed to do to protect his wife regardless of whether she shaved it by choice if it was alopecia if there's some other things going on that's what that man felt he needed to do in that moment very different again from the will smith that we've all come to know and love publicly but in that moment he felt like he needed to protect his wife and gee i do agree with you that him reacting the way he did it really overshadowed his moment and so many other people's so now you know he had to go on this like apology tour and get right with the academy and even in the midst of his acceptance speech like trying to process everything thing that happened um but personally like i'm not i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at it and i think his career um hopefully won't take too much of a hit because i find it real interesting the thing that hollywood wants to like pick and choose to be upset about all right we know the music industry and the hollywood business is very predatory especially towards women um it's it's like a gauntlet like it's a really cutthroat type of industry and a lot of nasty sick things happen behind the scenes and they're mad because you know one guy slapped another i feel like the media's response and so many people's response was a bit of an overreaction in my opinion but you know i feel like it's not my place to speak on you know totally like what will did but i'm not mad at this man doing what he needed to do to protect his wife okay g any rebuttal no well i look at it like i get what shar is saying that he there's way people who've done way worse but the problem is no one goes on <laughs> you don't go on national television while i do while a comedian's doing his job and slap him, which is assault technically. Could have got arrested. Yeah, they told Martin. him. They told him we want to remove you from that. Hey, you gotta go. He like nah. So he was on some nigga shit. He was on the nigga shit the entire time until he got his succession speech. Uh, did the whole award thing and then says, "I'm a vessel for love and I love making you do crazy things." No shit, nigga made you do crazy things. Like, I, I look, I get it. I understand. I understand wanting to protect your wife. That's not the. That wasn't the time nor the place to do that. You know what I'm trying to say, and then you know it just spawned into this whole protect black. This is what you do to protect a black woman. I don't get why the fuck it turned into that because it's like the problem and the issue is it's the difference between being a protector to protect your woman and some of these chicks, some of these Jones really be trying to make these niggas be attack dogs, and then end up crashing. And then knowing that in real life, let's keep it real. If Will Smith smashed shit out of Chris Rock in real life, Chris Rock could have had a blicky. Chris Rock could have had a knife. Chris Rock brothers could have been there. That shit could have turned ugly. And I understand. Well, he'll win for a boy. And I understand he might not took no L's. But you, you got to realize that as black people, we get, we get depicted in the worst light. <laughs> and you do said things that put us in the worst light. When you bitch about wanting to get into white establishments, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. like we put all this effort in crying about getting to the Oscars and getting to the Grammys and doing all this, doing all that. And when we get a chance of a black Will Patrick, a black producer, Beyonce got performed, opens up the show, Will Smith, you were going to win your award. To be on that type time, that's why Hollywood's going to treat him that way temporarily. I don't think it's going to last long, but just from the standpoint of you should have known better. That's the thing. Will Smith should know better. Like, don't – who said it best, Warren Buffett? Tw don't let 20 years uh, twenty years of, rep of your reputation go – get ruined in five minutes. Like, it takes you this – you got to look. It took Will Smith 30 years to get, get to the highest pinnacle of his career. Yeah. To do what he did in that moment. He, he can't take that back. Mm -mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Because not only you embarrass yourself, you embarrass another black man. 
So that's that's all I'm saying. Like, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna go in on Jada with the LP. I can say more about Jada, but I'm a, I'm a I'm a be off like I got my shit off last week with her with her Ali Ali Oxen spree and <laughs> Al Horford and yeah. and the thing was and the thing was my fault. She she I, I didn't know she I didn't know she had it, but then I saw clips of her saying like, hey, you know, I got alopecia and I love it. And I don't care what nobody says. So I don't I don't get why the 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 joke got her that upset. To where it's like, I look at it like this: if you're Jada, you just gotta let it roll off you. Let it roll off you. It's gonna go. Sure. I want to call out the fact that. Um there's been a lot of stories in the media about the Oscars or one of the producers or somebody asking Will Smith to leave, and then he said he wasn't going to leave, and then it later came out that that actually didn't happen. So we're not really sure if he was asked to leave or not. Um, but he went up there, and he sure enough made his acceptance speech. But I do agree <laughs> that uh, it took him you know, 20, 30 years to get to that point in his career, and that moment was ruined off of a slap. Um, but again, you know... I feel like, unfortunately, Jada has been, like, the source of blame in it all. Like, Jada, she wrote her eyes. There was a different camera angle, but we don't know if Jada, like, made some sort of gesture or if she made a comment. Will acted on his own accord, and I feel like people have made Jada the target. She's a bitch. She's this. She's that. She didn't go up there and slap Chris Rock. Her husband did, but still people want to, you know, make her at fault. And again, in our minds, based off of the information that we know, she may have alopecia. She might be doing the best that she can to embrace it. Um, it is a medical condition. I don't know what other medical conditions she might be dealing with or how it affects her. She might feel empowered and inspired by having no hair one day, and she might struggle with it the next. You know, as black women, our hair is a part of our identity. Um, but I don't feel like Jada is totally to blame. I feel like her husband acted how he felt he needed to act. Um, there is a time and place for everything, but I also believe some Sometimes um, uh, you 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 get you got to deal with whatever the consequences are. Like you get dealt with where you show out at. Yeah. You know? So he could have waited till afterwards. He could have waited till they were backstage. He reacted in that moment and you know did so on his own accord. So um, and it sucks because even Will Smith being um, the rapper who came out in the '80s who didn't curse for him being the guy on the Fresh Prince that America came to know and love. We've watched him literally grow up from a skinny little 18-year-old kid to being the guy that we've known today, him literally being one of the biggest movie stars in Hollywood and being so successful that, you know, no matter what he's done in his career, now people are, I, I feel like this shouldn't necessarily be a defining moment for him. I feel like we have 30 years of track record of Will being a solid stand-up guy, um, actor, entrepreneur, philanthropist, you know, the, the, the list is long, and all of a sudden now people want to, I guess, turn their back on him. Um, I'm going to stand with him. I'm going to stand with Jada Pinkett Smith. You know, they're not a perfect couple. Nobody is. I don't I like all of this. I ain't stand with that. <laughs> <laughs> I stand with Will, not her. <laughs> So okay, sure. so um, I, I, that's that's just interesting to me. You know, um, Jada still has ended up being you know the B word and the butt of, in, butt of everybody's jokes, even though something that her husband did on his Post own. Entanglement. Stop it! Stop um, it! Uh, that's that's it. That's my take. Post entanglement. I said it, I, and I was I said it. I said, I told niggas this. I, it's like I'm a prophet. That, <laughs> that on, I'm not. No, no. I don't want to keep dragging out table. But when I said that, that. Yeah, Jada might not fault had take fault in Will. She didn't. She didn't fucking go up there and slap Chris Rock. He did that, but he he acted out of emotion because she felt uncomfortable or didn't find the joke funny. But I'm saying it's the entanglement, and then it's after when she kept doing the red table talks and kept embarrassing this nigga constantly, constantly embarrassing this nigga. So the reality of it is, is it, it regardless that stench is going to stay on you for a very long time when it comes to their relationship. Unfortunately for Will, it's a we live in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately type of society, and no matter what Will does, it's not going to be, oh, my God, this defines his career. It but, but for for what it is now, he got he to gotta hold that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, nah, you was out of pocket. You was wrong. And I, it's, it's paying me to say that. It's paying me to, to, to kind of hold Will Smith accountable for, for his bullshit. It, I, I can sit there and understand it. I get it. But I'm like, that don't mean it's cool. Yeah. Like, would you have done that 
to, would you have gone up there and slapped Wanda Sykes if she said that joke? Or would you go up there and smack uh, a fucking... What white comedy? Uh, Richie Gervais? Would you go up there and slap Richie Gervais? Or David Cause, Spade? Because beyond you, like Chris Rock could have, like Jim Carrey said it. Chris Rock could have sued. If I was him, I'd sue him for two hundred million dollars. <laughs> that shit, lived, that clip lives off forever. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, but you know, God bless Will, um, Jade. I hope you, um, whatever with this alopecia, you know, hopefully you find good health and all that. Um, Will leave her. Next topic. Sure, any final thoughts? Um, I mean, it's really easy to do the hypothetical situations. Would he have slapped, you know, Dave, Dave Chappelle or Paul Mooney or Steve Harvey or D.L. Hughley? Yeah. Like, I see that a lot floating around on our timeline. I think that there might be a lot more to the history between Chris Rock, Jada, and Chris, uh, Chris Rock, Jada, and Will that we know about. Because if Will might have felt that this guy has been harassing his wife and it stemmed from him trying to holler at her 20, 30 years ago when she didn't entertain it, I could see how, you know, he may have that reaction. So um, it's real easy to be like, oh, he would have done it to the... I feel like in general, Will Smith is a pretty jovial type of dude. He has a good sense of humor. He knows comedy. I don't feel like he's a super sensitive guy but there might be more than meets the eye you know than we know about with the whole situation um he's 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 the he's the talk this week and in a week or two it'll be somebody else and a, his career will rebound and he'll recover from it and you know it'll be a lesson learned but um i'm mad at it i feel like um it's interesting because how often do we get to see we don't we don't see stuff like that happening often, and we got an opportunity to see this husband protect his wife. He f did what he felt was appropriate in that moment. Even though he might have lost his cool a whole lot, it's not something that's common, and I feel like it might make people a little uncomfortable because we don't we don't see or hear about that a lot. Yeah, so. I think I think that's I don't think that was protection. I, that's, that's, personally, I just don't think that's protection. I think protection could be, could have been many ways. Like that was protection. That was. You stop. You getting tired of being the butt of the jokes. You it's deeper than the Pisha. That's why I say it's deeper than the Pisha. Like you slapping her was not over that GI Jane joke. But you know, like, I I understand protection, protecting, protecting your loved ones. I understand that. But there's way, and I ain't gonna sit there and tell you how to, how to go about it. That's not what I'm going to try to tell you to do. But you gotta be prepared to live with the consequences. You know what I'm trying to say because in real life. Will Smith, like he's a celebrity, so he he's gonna get off light from a from a standpoint where there's no guns gonna get drawn on him. There's no but and and situations where you when you come to your spouse and going out and about, you don't know what the next man, you know what I mean, has on yeah. him, and you don't know if you you might have that thing on you. It's just that thing like that shit can happen like this, it happen like that, and I think. I don't want people to have this mindset that that's the way you should just go about handling shit. Unless your life's in, unless you or somebody, you and your lady are in like dire straits where you're physically getting assaulted and you have to defend yourself, then cool. But, you know what I mean? You got to find ways to de-escalate it, move, remove yourself from the situation. Stand your ground like, yo, respect my lady, respect my woman. Don't, don't, don't keep my wife's name out your mouth. But I'm just saying... A slap, a slap. Like nowadays, niggas ain't niggas ain't niggas ain't doing one on ones. Niggas ain't doing all that. Niggas ain't doing all that. They never fought fair. So, so you. So that's all I'm saying. Shit can always end worse in real life. So that's why I try to say people don't use that as an example. Like, yeah, slap, slap, slap his wife. Slap, an, slap another nigga because he disrespects he disrespects your wife with a joke. You know what I'm trying to say? I understand it. Jada, Will. Uh, I wish for the best for the both of them. Uh, Will, you know, as soon as everything died down, you know, make bad boys for. Sign on papers. <laughs> Round two, fight. Sierra and Russell Wilson. Now, what's the boy name again? <laughs> Channing Crowder. Channing Crowder on the pivot. Just recently made a comment about Russell Wilson stating that if Russell Wilson was broke, Sierra would not have gone after him. But at the same time, we really don't honestly know. So the question is, why do women go after the Russell Wilsons after they've been with Future or a Future? 
Shar, you want the last one? Uh, heads or tails, ma'am? Heads. Gotcha. It is tails. G, it's on you. Do you want to go first or do you want Shar to go? I'll let, let Shar try to dribble this bullshit. <laughs> I, already know how, I already know how this... this all right, no. <laughs> okay, it's like, sure. rain, it's like a rainy or match. You see him, you see him. Sure, what you got? Why is it that women go for the Russell Wilsons after they've been with Future? Yeah, been with a uh, Future. Oh, uh, I'll first off. Futures. First off, I want to say that there's nothing wrong with that. Women can choose to be with whoever it is that they want to be with in any order at any point in time in their life. There's not a certain rule that you have to follow. I do think that um, for the women who do choose the guys who are considered lame or square or um, cornball or cornball, if we're going to use those terms, I feel like they they choose that and they want that after they've had some bad experiences after they've grown up um, and after they've decided that they want something different in life. I feel like when you're in your teens and in your 20s and you're dating and you're exploring, you're trying to find out what it is that you like, um, you're having fun, you're dating, you're getting to know people, you're just enjoying yourself. And typically, you know, um, people have a type that they tend to be drawn to, that they're attracted to, and the future types looking guys you smoke with them you drink with them you have a good time they got money they're flashy but after a while when you grow up you know your priorities change you're not looking for the guy that has uh nine kids and seven baby mamas you're not looking for somebody that's going to um you know, put you through the ringer and have you stressed out. You want stability. You want comfort. You want peace. And I feel like growth and maturity kind of comes with that. And some of these women, when they're looking for these future guys, they might not be the best versions of themselves either. There are things that they might grow out of in their 20s. And when they get older, they have a, um, a certain life that they want. And it's peace that they're gravitating towards. And I feel like... Um, after you've dated and after you've experienced life and you think about settling down and getting married and who you want to be committed to and spend the rest of your life with, women, our, our grandmothers and, and women who have been married will tell you to go for the guy that's safe, who makes you feel safe, the one who's going to be loving, who's going to be that protector, who's going to be provi the provider, as, as opposed to the guy that you just have the physical attraction or just the chemistry with because all of that is fleeting. Um, you know, our our aunties and our grandmoms and the older women who have been married will tell us from experience to go with the guy who is going to um, be present and be emotionally available and be the leader in that household and in a good way, as opposed to, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who's just kind of fun for the moment, somebody that is irresponsible because we know future to be irresponsible, him having as many children as he does and as many baby mamas, um, <laughs> some kids that he, he's not even claiming initially, like he's threatening to get paternity tests and um, just embarrassing himself and these women out in the public. So I'm not knocking Sierra. You know, she's dated. She's lived her life. She had her experience with Future. Obviously, they weren't aligned. They weren't meant to be. And she found comfort. She found safety. She found reliability. She found trustworthiness and whatever other characteristics she was looking for in a husband in Russell Wilson. She found somebody that was going to love her unconditionally and also her son unconditionally. And I think it's interesting that people are just so bothered with the fact that she decided to change her mind. Just because you get with a Future type of nigga don't mean that that has to be the only person that you date. That doesn't mean that that you have to continue to get your heart broken or to be used or that you, you know what I'm saying? That you have to keep um, going with that. You can decide to change your mind and say, you know what? I've had a certain type many years and it hasn't been working for me. Let me try something different. And she right. might have actually found true love in that. So I commend her for that. So I feel like women go for the Russell Wilsons after they've had some life experience. And I want to just add that Sierra ain't no fucking bump on the lock. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she wasn't at a certain level in her life and her career, she wouldn't have been able to get a guy like that either. Like, she, he didn't just go and pick up somebody off the street. She's also accomplished and well-spoken and had a lot of her own things going on. And I feel like they just ended up being a good fit, a good pair. But I feel like, you know, she decided to make that decision after some relationships didn't work, and she found what she wanted in, in, in Russ. All right. I, before I let you go, Jay, I do have to point out too that Russell, in his own in his own right, was dealing with a a uh, 
divorce per se because you know Golden Tate was fucking his wife during the time. That's why they had to get him the fuck out of there. So, you know, they both was dealing with, you know, it's it's kind of like they found each other at the right time because they was both dealing with the exact same shit. So that that's how I'll say about it. Go ahead, G. That was cute. <laughs> like I predicted. Um, and I'm not going to gear this towards uh, Sierra Russell Wilson. Uh, God bless them and their situation. Um, I think their Sierra Russell Wilson situation is kind of like what? Probably one in 10 million for that scenario to happen. So that's why I say guys like Russell Wilson um, – I'm gonna say she lucked up in the sense of his his situation with his ex his ex wife and guys like him usually stick to dating outside of his race for the most part. Um, the the Jesus Christ the issue I have with a lot of it is that you could have dated the Russell Wilsons from the beginning. You could have dated the a guy who was stable and a guy who had his shit together. The problem is a lot of women choose to deal with niggas who are the future types. They choose, they know this. They they see the red flags. They see the Sue Wooten. They see the five. They see the five popping, six dropping. You know what I'm trying to say from the get go. They like that energy. They like the bad boys. They know the nigga got five baby mamas. <laughs> they think they gonna be. They 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 think all right with me. He's gonna change. You know what I'm trying to say, and. It's this, I get it, I understand it from that sense of, hey, you're young, you got experience, woo, woo, woo. That sounds all great, but you gave love to niggas that didn't deserve, you gave, you gave those niggas your best when they didn't deserve your best. And then you expect, and, the, and I think the issue is with the Sierra situation is a lot of women try to make this template of, oh, Sierra Russell Wilson. So yeah, like, how, how, let's be real, one, one a lot of you chicks don't a lot of you Jones don't like Sierra, and a lot of you chicks are broke. So <laughs> that's not how that that doesn't that doesn't work like that. That doesn't correlate for you. You know what I'm trying to say? And that's the issue where you're trying to template. Oh, I want a Sierra Russell Wilson. Like, nah, that doesn't work. You know what I'm trying to say like you gave your best years to niggas you know that weren't shit. You know that most nine out of ten, a lot of women get with with the bad boys knowing that they ain't shit. So if you sit there and spend your time and waste your years, and then when you get to your thirties and like, why mature that wise up? Is it really mature wise up, or is it uh, the niggas that I was chasing don't? I can't deal with that anymore, and I'm gonna stick with safe and boring, the safe and boring guy, because he gave me stability. You could have did that when you was twenty, and you could have had a full family and not dysfunction. So. That it, it gotta fall into where I expect ain't shit niggas to do ain't shit shit. It's like I expect a hoe to be a hoe. I'm not gonna wife a hoe. If I know she's a hoe, she's just a hoe you have fun with, but you're not gonna impregnate her. You're not gonna take her seriously. Y'all take these niggas seriously. And I'm not saying those niggas can't change, but for the most part, future gonna fucking future got like all them kids. Chicks gonna still line up to fuck them and still get impregnated by them. You know what I'm trying to say? Because they don't care. They they know what it is. They like that energy. Sierra thought she could change a future type. She thought she women of Sierra could thought they could change a future. And then when they realize it, they now that now you want to go. Because you were dealing with Bow Wows, the Bow Wows of the world, the 50 Cents of the world, the Amari Scott Amars of the world. I have no issue with you dating. You can date whoever you want to date, have your experiences and all that. But if you if you think that that's gonna work. That's you're living. You're living a you're living a fucking lie, and then the Russell Wilson of the worlds, they, for the most part, they date outside their race. Those, that if, is true. If they were, if, let's be real. If Russell Wilson, deep, deep, Lil Duval said it best. There's a lot of Russell Wilsons out here, but they broke. So you're not gonna mess with them. And, and in reality, in real life, y'all not gonna do that. So it's just Russell Wilson could give you the man, give you the whole world, but. Oh, he broke. Oh, he corny. He ain't got no swag. He ain't got this. He ain't got that. 
Like it's a, it's like it's like a never ending cycle. It's always gonna keep being that template of a Sierra Wilson. Sierra, Sierra Wilson. Well, she is Sierra Wilson. Technically, yes. Goddamn fucking little one. Sierra, it's, it's, it's always gonna be the Sierra's Russell Wilson future. It's always gonna be that vortex of which, like, and it's not a shot at Russell Wilson. It's just that for the people that for the women that pine for that shit, and a lot of Russell Wilsons out here for that. Sierra got lucky for that situation. And I'm not disrespecting Sierra, but that's saying that's situ- that's those are rare occurrences. In real life, that doesn't happen. A lot of women just, in short term, would say settle. They was they, in terms, they're settling from that standpoint. They get with a Russell Wilson in most women's mind. That's that's how I view it. But I mean, uh, it's, it, it, I just feel like if you're going to date the Russell Wilsons, why not give those Russell Wilsons your best years? Why are you giving those Russell Wilsons? The years where you're getting older, you're tired looking, <laughs> you want this nigga to take care of your kids, you want to be a stepdad now, I, I want a man to step to the plate after you have three kids. Like, that, that just doesn't, that, I just think that's just delusional in my opinion. Char? I just feel like that comes with life and just learning and growing and dating experiences. So the same argument that's made for the women, why don't you date these dudes in your 20s or um, when you're in the prime of your life, you know, men tend to go after a certain type of woman. Um, women who, you know, look good, who might not have a whole lot going on. So it's just an argument that could be made on both sides. But I feel like it just comes with learning and growing. In your 20s, you might just be looking for somebody to hang out with and take vacations with and to ride around and smoke hookah with. You know, in your 20s, you're just trying to find yourself. You're out, you're dating, you're exploring, you're having a good time. I think for most of us, once you start hitting 29, 30, 31, it starts getting real to you, especially men. I I know men who... You know, when they turn 30, they started feeling like the the pressure of the world and society kind of kicking in, basically saying, as a man, you're supposed to have your own car, your own home. You're supposed to make a certain amount of money. You're supposed to, you know, get ready to settle down to have that family. So I understand where it is that you're coming from, G. I feel like that argument can be made on both sides. And a reason why maybe these women aren't giving these other men um, their 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 premium years or or their prime is because you know in your 20s you might not know any better it might take getting your heart broken or getting cheated on or mistreated um to to really figure out you know what works for you and what doesn't work for you and and who you are at 22 is not the same person that you are at 32 what you value in your 20s might not be the same thing that you value in your 30s um sierra if you if we can make the argument that she has dated corny dudes like Bow Wow, right? She dated him <laughs> when she was, um, what, maybe like 17, 18, 19? And yeah. she was a couple inches taller than him, and they were in the, like, view video, and they were super cute together. She did date corny dudes. Um, we can even argue that somebody like, I was going to say like a Nick Cannon is a corny dude, but I just feel like what you value and what you want in your 20s is different from what you want in your 30s. When you become a parent and you really start thinking about what matters, it's not about the flashiness or um, you might not want the guy who has all the baby moms and the child support and the baby mama drama. You you want that security. You want that stability. And I don't think it's unfair for a Sierra or women like that to want that if that's what it is that they're, you know, bringing to the table. So... I, I just think personally. Look, I I don't disagree. You making your choices. You gotta go. So th- the thing with me is, I can see if. Well, that's the thing. When you say Bow was corny, when Bow was a, was a young bull, but just still was on his dick. You know what I'm trying to say? Like that's the whole thing. He was he made he's he's corny in retrospect, but <laughs> during his time where he was the guy, Jones was on his dick. Clearly, he was dating Sierra, so Sierra found something to pill in the bottom. He he had the the aura. Of the of that of I ain't gonna say he's future, but he has he was he has that or a future or with him. You know what I'm trying to say? Bow so, Wow. When he was seventeen, when he was seven, Bow, you got you got you got to do you got to run Bow Wow's story. Bow was out here fucking hoes when he was a teenager. You know what I'm trying to say? Like Bow Wow was to say that Bow Wow had a future aura though. Is not 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 saying not saying the baby nuts. not saying the baby moms, but I'm saying a lot of women. Remember when Bow was a, was a little kid, grown women was throwing themselves at him. You know what I'm trying to say? So. He had an aura where he women find him attractive. He was probably fucking multiple joints on a regular. He he might not have had the kids as future, 
But I'm saying the aura where it's not future. When I say future aura, it doesn't pertain to having multiple kids. You could have it, it could get to have multiple kids, but in the sense of you have multiple women, multiple options throwing themselves at you at at Beckham's call. It doesn't matter if you broke, you rich. If you have that aura, bitches will throw pussy. You know what I'm trying to say? They just take, they gon' they gon' air Roger the shit to you. You know what I'm trying to say? At any time, but it, it, it's it's one of those things. I think, I think uh, your point would be made if you had dealt with one, maybe two niggas that was like that. But when you go through your twenties and you dealt with more than two, and then you end up having end up having niggas getting babies by these niggas, and then. Know what I mean? Then you say, oh, I want, I want a good church feeling, man. I want that, I want that Russell Wilson type. You expect him, who, who got his shit together, got no kids. Now you want him to, I, want, I need a man. I need to step to the plate, and I'm ready, and I'm prepared for all that shit. No, why? I just look at no, like no. That's not, that's not, that's not how that works. That's not how that goes. You know what I'm trying to say? And that's all I'm saying. Like, a lot of women look to that. The Britney Runners look for that. I'm like. Why would you? Why would no niggas gonna take you seriously? Why would you? Why would you? Now all of a sudden you want a Russell Wilson, <laughs> Sierra shit after you got done fucking the basketball player. You know what I'm trying to say? You didn't become a wife. You didn't get that shit. Even Rihanna, you could take the Rihanna route. Rihanna waited till she was in her 30s, got pregnant, got engaged with the man she's planning on being with. Hopefully they stay together. But even that will work. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like it, it just. It, I look at it from a standpoint to where it's. How could you realistically think that that's sustainable or that's something to strive for? We get people go through trials and errors. People make, mess up and make mistakes. You know what I'm trying to say? People, you're going to go through dealing with the wrong people sometimes. But it's when my issue is when you know that, I think somebody said it best, I think a lot of women find stability and peace uncomfortable. You know what I'm trying to say? So they're used, to, so they find chaos and uncertainty and toxicity as something that that's like oxygen to them. You know what I'm trying to say? So that that's really the issue. Like she lost her pippin. She had kids. She had kids, and she said, "I had kids, and I was being a mom, and I was being a wife, and then I just wasn't happy, you know." And then you start fucking future. You know what I'm trying to say? Like. <laughs> And now you still not be here being a thought and fucking <laughs> niggas 20 years you're your junior and shit. <laughs> being a fucking thought. You know what I'm trying to say? Like <laughs> like it's that's just, that's just all I'm saying. But Cheryl, sure, final thoughts. I feel like um and women aren't just addicted to like toxicity out here just on their own. I feel like it's always a two way street. The argument can be made on both sides and I feel like whoever you date um doesn't have to define like who you for the rest of your life. So if you started right. out in your early 20s dating a certain type of dude, that doesn't mean that you have to rock out with that for the rest of your life. If you notice that something isn't working, you can learn from that experience, you can grow from it, and you can decide at any time that you want to step away from maybe what you find is your type. Because there's a saying that, you know, sometimes the people who we feel is our type isn't the people who's best for us. So maybe Sierra was only dating a certain type of dude. Uh, maybe the women like Sierra only dated and gravitated towards a certain type of guy, and then they might have learned that that doesn't work for them. I saw a really interesting take on Twitter that kind of explained why so many people are up in arms when they see situations like this. And it was a, a man basically coming at other men saying that a lot of dudes have an issue with what Sierra did because there wasn't a man who was able to do that in place of their father. Basically, this guy was saying that a lot of dudes grew up in these single parent households and they seen their mother be with multiple men and being mistreated. And they wish that a guy who was a simp or a cornball or a lame would have came in and stepped in and loved the mother correctly and would have raised the kids and taken care of them as their own but because that didn't happen for them there's like some resentment and like some sinister kind of energy and some anger there and they might feel like because that didn't happen for their mother that no other woman is deserving of finding a, a, a guy who people label as a simp a guy who's going to be gentle and kind and protect and provide so that wasn't a thought of my hmm. own I thought that was a very interesting point that for young men who see you know this door being open 
these multiple men may be in and out of your mom's home. Um, you know, you probably wish that there was a Russell Wilson that would have came along and married your mom and treated her nice and took care of the family and would have stepped in and would have been that person that Russell is to Sierra's son future and been that to their family. Um, but again, you know, just because a certain woman dates a certain type of guy, that doesn't mean that that has to define her for the rest of her life. She can decide at any moment, you know what, this isn't really working for me. This is a bad pattern. Maybe there's some so maybe there is some toxicity here or some habits that um that I'm attracted to that's not going to be conducive to me having the life that I want. Let me change that. And I commend all women who are able to do that and to get out of their type because you know there does tend to be the boring guys who are really great on paper. You know they got good jobs, they work, they come home, they got good credit. And it's not just that they're they're boring because of what they have like accomplished. It's that sometimes they're they're not dynamic. They don't know how to have um, like a person. Yes, they don't have a sense of humor. They're just kind of dry. And it's not like we're knocking you because you work and you come home. Like, can you hold a conversation? Can you hold my interest? Can you match my wit, my intellect? Are you well-traveled? What kind of life experience do you have? Like, are you my match not just on paper, but, like, personality-wise? Like, are we going to yeah. be a good fit? So, again, shout-out to all the women who decide that they've been hurt and mistreated and abused or whatever the case and decide that they want to step away from what they tend to be attracted to and they end up finding the guys who end up being great um, husbands and fathers. G, final thoughts? I'm not saying what Shar is saying is wrong. Uh, like the words of the great, uh, well, depending on how black America feel about this guy, Stephen A. Smith, um, it's, it's not that you're not wrong, you're just incomplete. Um, I think what, I think the, the thing is, is that you can say true, some dudes don't have, didn't have that father figure, and maybe that's the case where it could be some things like that, or I just think it's some dudes, they looked at it like, no, nah, if you if if you have poor if you get it if you kept dating these certain type of motherfuckers and then all of a sudden you have you hit a light switch and I was never your first option. I wasn't even your I wasn't option one, I wasn't option two, I wasn't option three, I wasn't option four. I was probably option twenty B <laughs> after you got done going through your run. You know what I'm trying to say? And when you couldn't get when you couldn't either you got tired of the nigga or the nigga just don't want to be with you. That's when the light bulb hit like, ha-ha, I'll, I'll stay with him. I'll stick with him. I'll stick it out. Knowing that you truly did, if it was up to you, you wouldn't truly stay. You wouldn't truly stay with him. You wouldn't have chosen him. And that's why I always, I always preach that a lot of women get upset. It's not, it's not that women can't get men. It's the men they want. The men you want were toxic. And then you either you you realized it was too late when you already had kids by the nigga. That's the problem from that standpoint. And look, I'm all for people finding love and finding all that. I just think people need to vet better and don't procreate, don't make temporary situ uh, permanent situations with temporary ass people. You know what I'm trying to say, men and women, don't right. be don't be skeeting up and don't be getting impregnated and by these people knowing that. There's no, there's no, there's no future, <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> with these kids. If you're not gonna, make, if you're gonna have babies with with a motherfucker, you gotta make it be be a point to where you're intended to have a family with this man or with this woman. You know what I'm trying to say, and that's where it becomes unhealthy because now, yeah, there's great step parents, but the the intent, the initial thought, the initial thing is to have, procreate, have kids, to build your family, to build a legacy. Not to hop from one bitch to the next bitch to the next bitch to get her pregnant or be with this one nigga, have his three kids. He ain't shit. He's a rolling stone. And you do it with another nigga and you have another two kids knowing he's toxic. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, we have to uh, break that habit of dealing with people that are not good for us. Just because they may please you sexually or they may ha they may talk fast and make you laugh. And do all, I mean, I have no problem making no joint laugh, you know what I'm trying to say? But it's just it's just from the standpoint to where it's like you you don't you don't you look overlook the substance and you get caught up in all the sizzle and, and the razzle dazzle by everything. And then once the nigga gets what he wants, and then he you, you have these kids with him, and he don't wanna be with you, and then you like, uh uh, you 30, 35, now you don't wanna be alone. 
And unfortunately for some of these dudes, some of these dudes are get they just getting they a lot. Some of these women, well, I'm, I'm not gonna say a lot. I'm gonna say 50 percent of these women choose to settle for the Russell Wilsons, not by choice, but by they have no other options because them niggas are always gonna be around when they could have you could have had them when you were younger. That's all. All right. All right. Uh... Shout out to Russell Wilson and, and Sierra, you know. It is a template that most females use, but, you know, that's what you want, you know. Yeah, she ain't selling records no more, so she got to get it. Oh, <laughs> God, man. <laughs> Final round, fight. Chris Brown was recently accused of uh, raping a female. Now, Chris Brown had receipts. About said female, and she actually stated on the audio that she would be lying to, you know, try to get this nigga locked up. And in that same audio, she was still begging to have sex with this man. So what are y'all reactions to Chris Brown and his accuser? And should an accuser of false rape allegations be convicted? Usually I would do a, a coin flip, but y'all can choose amongst oh yourselves. Oh, God. Let me get shit off. <laughs> Get off of this bitch. Uh, Go one, ahead, G. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, like I say for Will and Jada, I'll say for Chris. What Chris did to Rihanna in that car, that, when he went, oh, I'm not going. Street Fighter 2. You said it. I ain't gonna, I, I, yeah, he, I mean, he did. He, 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 he fucking, he, he whooped that ass. I ain't gonna lie. Um, that, people, and, and so unfortunately because he was 19 years old when that moment occurred. So unfortunately for him, that's going to always linger over him for the rest of his life to the day he dies, no matter what. So, unfortunately, when you have his track record and his history, you get fucking birds that that think, oh, well, he put his on Rihanna still, and people still will bring that up. So, I'll just say he raped me. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, and, and the thing that cracks me out is I don't see you press no criminal charges. You want to take him to civil court. And, you know, to find out you, you was just getting donkey fucked and you got tossed. <laughs> That's just what it is. And now you were just fiending for some dick. You know what I'm trying to say? You was, you was fiending for the penis. You know what I'm trying to say? You you want to get down on Chris Brown one more time. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's, it's just, I get it. You know what I mean? But, I mean, you know what I mean? I, you, know, you know the old phrase? You know the old phrase? Treat, treat him like a star. They going to treat you like a fan. <laughs> and she, she was a fan, you know what I'm trying to say? She was a thought, you know what I'm trying to say? And it, it, it's unfortunately it's sad that he had to he had it's sad that he had to go the route of exposing the test messages to even like clear his innocence, you know what I'm trying to say? And that's why when it comes to like rape allegations, you know, when we talked about Trey Songs a couple months back and a lot of other dupe niggas and shit, I tried to not I try to be very careful in condemning all parties. I try to wait till there's facts and there's evidence that come out and not jump on the corner of, see, he did rape her. See, that bitch lying. I need proof. So, see, bitch, you were lying. You know what I'm trying to say? You lying ass skank of a bitch. And you and I do believe that anybody who makes false, false sexual assault allegations should be tried to the furthest extent of the law. They should be thrown under the jail. They should, they, they should be thrown under the, 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 the septic tank of the prison. You know what I'm trying to say? For the fucking lies. Like, you, like a lot of, I, I hate to say this, like, there's a lot of, because like, at the end of the day, you ruin, you ruin, some, at the end of the day, if you get accused of being a rapist, you can't, you can't live that reputation down. Yeah, that stain is going to be That stain going to live on you forever. Like, I think when I was at my job, they said Mike Tyson came through. He came, he came through at the airport and he had to, uh, Fill out, fill out and show paperwork because of his uh, rape back in the nineties, and because wow. he's a sex offender. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you I gotta realize, that. like, once you get caught up in being that, 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 uh, when it comes to rape, and, sex, and now you're a sex offender. Now you, shit, shit look at Nicki, Nicki Minaj's husband. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm. like your life changes when you get sex offender or rapist labeled on you. You know what I'm trying to say? Your yeah. address is getting put out there. Like, you got to really go on experience. Like, I got experience, and I was paying $20 a month, <laughs> and I saw, like, the alert says, like, yo, there's sexual, there's 
fucking sex offenders and the sex offenders they live around you and shit so that shit is real you know what I'm trying to say wow. all jokes and all I mean it, I would joke but it's all serious like that is a very that's a tough label to shake off and live with for the rest of your life correct so I do think that to to just accuse a man just cause he ghosted you he gave you dick and dip you know what I'm trying to say and he gave you some Polynesian sauce on the side <laughs> That don't mean you sit there and you getting your feelings and 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 you blowing his phone up and now you gonna accuse him of rape. I mean, and now you gonna sue him? Like, nah, you a nut ass bitch. I I, I hope I I, I was I, man, I hope Chris Brown sues you. And I'm trying to say I hope even though you, you even though you a broke ass bitch, I hope he sues you just cause. No, you know the emotions, the stress, and the pain he had to go through. <laughs> Nah, Chris Brown, that's just a, that, he, he, he probably dancing somewhere and shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. That's all I had to say. Sure. It is unfortunate, like that things like that do occur, um, especially to our celebrities. Um, it's something that kind of comes with the territory, unfortunately. Random women throwing themselves at you. Um, People being out to get you, wanting to sleep with you because of your fame, your money, your popularity. There are male celebrities that have women that go out of their way to dig condoms out of trash cans. Women doing things trying to trap oh, yeah. these guys. The Drake, uh, the Drake John. You know what I'm saying? You have women that'll go out of their way to try to trap these guys because they know that a baby is a meal ticket. If I can get them on the hook um, for some child support, then I'll be set for the rest of my life. Or I'll be able to have the clout of being associated with a certain celebrity. So it is unfortunate that things like this um, nature do occur. Her. I tend to be team women. I tend to side. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to side with women. Um, I don't go out of my way to try to discredit or disbelieve or disprove a woman. In this situation, the evidence was in black and white, right? We could see that they hooked up, I believe it was like New Year's Eve at Puff's party. Yeah. They were having a good time. Um, he texted her the next day like, hey, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't nut in you. I, I know I didn't, but I just want you to go ahead and take a plan B just in case she was agreeable to that. Um, they exchanged messages a couple more times. It seemed as though she had enjoyed the night that she spent with him and then I guess once she didn't get the attention that she was hoping for didn't get the opportunity to get more of him she decided that she wanted to be vindictive which I think was totally uncool um, again I tend to be a woman that sides with other women but this was just downright wrong it was inappropriate and there should be some sort of consequence for what it was that she did especially since the evidence was as plain and as clear as day yeah that audio is uh, is one for the history books I tell you that it's it's a it's it's tough for me to say that because um rape allegations that are false, right, that are made up aren't as common and as prevalent as people make it out to be. It Correct. does happen. I'm not going to say that it doesn't happen. There are women who go out of their way to make things up and it's not true. Yeah. I always kind of straddle the fence on with the with what repercussions there be where what repercussions or consequences there should be because I would hate for another woman who has a legitimate case to be discouraged for coming forth. Yeah, it fucks up the uh it fucks up the situations for women who actually been through rape. All across the board, right? So um I, I tend to kinda tread lightly with that one. But in this situation when there's like an undeniable amount of evidence that showed that she slept with this guy, she enjoyed sleep with the, with this man, she went out of her way to initiate contact with him a few more times. She was disappointed when she couldn't go back to the to his house after the club and she just kept trying to make herself available to him. Mm. Basically told him like you was the best dick I ever had. Like, I feel like she was just really cheap. She, she was wrong for that. And she should be held accountable um, to that. Um, like and she was all around, all around desperate on that one. Yeah. And I feel like in certain situations, unfortunately, unfortunately, um, you got to make an example out of people. Cause if you let one person slide in the situation then a whole bunch of people going to feel like they could slide. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, even kind of touching back on Jada and Will a second, you know, I bet some people probably think a look, think twice about yeah, making, making a comment. Jokes. Right. Um, <laughs> They're going to make them jokes. They're going to make them jokes. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, um, yeah, she, she was wrong for that. 
she was wrong for that. And shout out to him for being wise and being savvy enough to have those text message threads. Thank God he had them because I would have hated to see what the media would have did with this guy again. Like Chris has had a really hard time since he was 19. He made some mistakes. Um, he did what a lot of people do at that age. They do dumb and foolish things. He just lived his life out in the public. So he didn't get the opportunity to uh, make his mistakes in private like a lot of us did. I did a lot of stupid shit in my uh, late teens, early 20s, but I, I wasn't under the same. I wasn't under uh, the spotlight and I didn't have to live out my mistakes publicly and have it on. You did what? Get the fuck out of here. What'd you say? He said, oh, he was an angel. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just, yeah, I'm I'm glad that he has some evidence kind of on his side and some things to, you know, disprove everything it was that she was saying, so. Ah, man. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Now, were you? Ah, man. He was enjoying every single minute of it. You you didn't even peep. I was was about to hear the sister. I thought the sisterhood was about to get in the formation and shit. (laughs) (laughs) And start doing the... Wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong. I was about to say, like, I didn't want. Like, I thought it was, today was peaceful. I didn't want to fucking. <laughs> I didn't want to put the table over there. Because <laughs> I'm about to say, like, no. Because <laughs> when we had the trace songs, John, I I spent the. I was saying the same. The shit she said, I was saying the same exact. It's the same ex- I was saying the same exact thing, but Shard didn't want to hear me. It was one there out the other. It was like, no, no, it don't matter. No, 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 no. So I'll just, I'll just kind of find that, that, you know, my points and my talking points come around full circle. You know what I'm trying to say? It was, it's, it's, it's such a, it's, it's, it's flawless victory. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like my man, like my man, like my man Rob. Oh, oh, like oh, oh Eggermo. <laughs> he was also flawless victory shit. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, <laughs> I mean, he. I mean, I mean. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say that he was like 75 percent wrong. I thought we had this discussion. <laughs> that, no, stay, stay on, stay on topic, stay please. On topic, but you know, we, <laughs> we can discuss it. We, we can discuss it afterwards. He was 45 percent wrong. He was suing the whole first half, but he changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like Char like Char would say about the women that dealt with dealt with the futures. They changed. They made it. They they woke up, changed their minds, and they wanted to deal with a Russell Wilson. <laughs> but nah. But uh, all serious, all jokes aside, yeah, I just think that um, that's why when it comes to sexual assault, I try to be case by case with it. Um, you know, Deshaun, like you know, Chris Brown, he dies this one. Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Trey Songs. Uh, uh, plenty of other male celebrities, and I also look at it as if uh, Chris, also him being a celebrity, having money, and having lawyers. I would say if he was bro- if he didn't have any money, if he had money, the, the lawyer, money with the if he had money to get the best lawyers that money can buy, and his status, it may have been a different story. Correct, because he would. There's a reason why she went for a civil case because civil cases is it's easy to try to. Get more of a uh, a conviction that way than uh, criminal criminal court. court. So it just I always feel I always uh, feel or look at things a certain way, especially like Chris Brown's and Tony Brown cases where they go civil instead of going criminal. If you never go criminal, I always feel some type of way about that. Like, shouldn't you want justice for the man that raped you? Shouldn't you want Shouldn't you want justice for something? Because no money can the money you can get ain't gonna pay back the trauma you've been through. Yeah, the mental. The, 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 the financial gains you get back uh, from a, a civil case is not gonna uh, buy you back, buy you out that trauma you've been through. Hmm. So I always feel some type of way when women like that go for a civil suit instead of trying to pursue tremble charges. But it just shows that she was a lying ass bitch, and I hope that bitch. Stew and rot somewhere. I hope her Instagram follow. I hope her Instagram account got deleted. I hope she ain't get to invite to no to no more yacht parties or none of that shit. That I want that bitch to rot and stew because that guy don't like ugly, nasty bitch. <laughs> sure. I feel like in some cases there are no criminal procedures or charges brought brought up against these guys because it's not the woman's call. It's a prosecutor. It's a DA. It's somebody who can. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It's somebody else. Um, 
who has the authority to say, okay, we're going to pursue this further, or hey, it's not enough evidence, it's not worth everybody's time, we're going to go ahead and throw this out. So sometimes some women's only recourse is to go the civil route. Um, that doesn't mean that they'll necessarily get the justice that they want, but it is an option that they can pursue. Um, there are a lot of things that are up against women when they when they bring about rape allegations, and it's not always within their power to make these criminal charges stick. So there's that. Gee, maybe you can call up Chris Brown and you can give him the same kind of recommendation that you're giving to these women. Because if Chris wasn't going after these fast women on these yachts and on these party boats, these loose women just trying to get a pussy up because he's a celebrity, because he's a rich man, then he wouldn't have to deal with situations like that. He wouldn't have put himself in that situation in the first place. So whatever the woman equivalent of a Russell Wilson is, maybe you can call up your boy Chris and give him some advice that he needs to be with a more wholesome some woman we can make the same argument back and forth Chris put himself in that position maybe he needs to settle down maybe he should consider um, being with a woman who isn't just out here sleeping with guys because of their celebrity and because of clout and he would be able to avoid situations like this all the way around because Chris Brown got future aura so I'm not expecting Chris Brown to sit there and look for a wholesome woman I, I I appreciate the uh, um, the counter, um, but I Mayweather <laughs> dip that shit, shoulder roll that bitch. And I'm trying to say, uh, I think this nigga's a <laughs> I think I understand where Shark's coming from. I, I mean, if somebody who was you know was scared or or a, a willowed, you know what I mean, to her talking point, I I can see that could be a good counter. But I just think that. That yeah, could could he could he deal with wholesome women and deal with all that? Yes, but it's Chris Brown we're talking about. He has a future or he got two kids by two different women. He's gonna be what he's gonna be because he has fame, status, and, and assets. And he gonna have holes throw themselves at him. And that's just what it's gonna be. Now, should he move more wisely and move more cautiously and get bitches to sign some NDAs? Correct. I would do that. That's something that your girl Jada should have did with August. But that's another story, day, another story, another time. You know what I'm trying to say? But it just, I, I, that's how I look at it. But, you know, uh, I'm glad that Breezy beat the case. Spank that jaw, you know what I'm trying to say? And um, I think for all women who've been sexually assaulted or raped, I hope you have the courage to go and speak, live, speak your truth. Hope you get the right therapy and the counseling and the healing you get. And the justice, and the that, justice, you justice, and justice that you deserve. But for all you rotten ass hoes who sit there and try to do some foul shit to niggas and shit, fuck you. I hope you die. <laughs> Yikes, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shara, what is your socials? At Shari Dubois, S-H-A-R-I-D-U-B-O-I-S. G. Uh, cool G, but I don't rap. Cool G, I have no rap. Um, <laughs> shout out to, uh, uh, thank God to live another day. Um, Just your socials, <laughs> man. I ain't ass on that. Shit. <laughs> I ain't ass on this other shit, Shout man. out to Jada and her. Ray Allen. I'm sorry. Oh my God, bro! No. Tracy underscore yeah. Red or Jada, IG. Jada, Jada gonna replace Scoops at the new Eagle mascot, right? <laughs> Tracy Red, fucking bald Eagle ass motherfucker. For sure, Dubois. G G never really chilling. Shout out to Jada, her album. I am ball. We will see you motherfuckers next week. Here we go. I can't say Allen Iverson.